We are back and better than ever. Ashley and I are ready for the weekend and we decided to gift you with some really fun content. We based this episode kind of off the morning toast a little bit. Um, and okay, I'm, I'm lying. We based it off of it a lot of it. There's five stories. They're all pop culture. We talk about them. And it's actually a really fun episode. We also give some travel wrecks because we're coming fresh off of a couple vacations. So if you want to escape with your mind, do so it through us. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. All right, you guys, we are back at it with a solo episode. It's been a while since you've heard Ashley and I banter. And you know what? It's been a while for us, too, because Ashley's been on vacation and I have not seen this girl's face in a minute. So happy Friday. Happy hour. Let's get it going. Let's get into it. I might be a little bit bashful because we haven't recorded an actual episode in a couple weeks. Summer break for all. Um, But I am riled and ready to be here. Riled and ready. I feel like the off. interviewee. I feel like the interviewee right now, the way I said that. I'm like, We're flipping let's a script. Yeah, let's start off by introducing ourselves. Just kidding. Nobody wants to hear that. But congratulations, everyone. You made it to Friday, and it is T minus two hours until happy hour for all of you people on the West Coast, for all of you people on the East Coast. No one cares about Central Time or Mountain Time, but for all of you on the East Coast, you should be uh, already uh, hitting the bottle. <laughs> It's like when people talk about the map of America and it's just the whole top right is New York, the whole bottom left is LA and the whole middle is just a piece of corn. That's like, I have a bone to pick with the Disney Channel back in 2007 when they would say like, new episode of That's So Raven out at 6, 7 central. What is 6, 7 central? What? You know what? <laughs> that is so true. And I used to repeat it back and I would tell my parents, I'd be like, wait, you guys, we have to get home in time for yeah. the Hannah Montana special. It's 8, 7 central. And they're like, yeah. what? I'm like, 8, 7 central. That's what time it is. And they're like, why are you on central time? <laughs> and I'm 99% sure what they're trying to convey is 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Central central time because logically that's what makes sense the one hour difference but then how come i would turn it on at like 8 p.m west coast time and it would work i don't know i just have a lot (laughs) there's a glitch in the matrix with that too i don't understand i don't get that either yeah it's true this isn't on my top five stories of the past week that I've been out of society for you but on a small mini note the iCarly reboot is here Yes. And I need someone to give me their Paramount Plus password because I am I agree. desperate to watch Split It With You. I am desperate to watch. I'll split it for one month and we can just like watch. I think there's only like 10 episodes. Did you sure watch a, the promo? Um, like, was it like the two minute thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. And did you read that someone somewhere, maybe it was, what's the brother's name? Spencer or Carly. Yeah. They were like, this is like more of an adult thing. Like we're going to cuss in it. Like it's for adults. It's not meant for kids yeah, today. But she's like, it's still like Carly, but it's grown up. And they're like, yeah. we're going to get drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I saw a tweet that was like Hillary Duff is quaking because the reason her reboot, Lindsay or um, Liz McGuire got canceled mm-hmm. is because there were so many disagreements. She wanted Lindsay or Lizzie to be, you know, adult Lizzie navigating adult world. Yeah. And whoever was trying to reboot it was like, no, you ha- you can't talk about uh, your new boyfriend or having sex in the big city. <laughs> okay, well, that's so dumb because if they're looking at their audience, their audience is now grown yeah. up too. So we would relate to Lizzie as an adult. We don't want to see some like teeny bopper show. People would flock to it versus yeah. catering it towards the 13-year-olds of America. Like, look, at how, look how Girl Meets World flopped. I don't know if you watched Boy Meets World when you were a kid, but I was obsessed. <laughs> And girl yeah, Girl Meets World is trash. Sucked, yeah. The, like, 15-year-old kid who stars is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be honored if she listened. I um, would, too. Anyways, back to us, the more important stuff, which is us. Um, <laughs> Ashley is fresh off of vacation. She went from vacation to vacation, really, vacation hopping, which is what we all can aspire to. It's like to. a tour of – it's like I'm – um, Rascal Flats and finally getting around to my reunion tour of, of America this summer. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> she's Mrs. Worldwide. She is Mrs. Pitbull. I wish it was around the world. Um, Please tell all the listeners about your East Coast trip and me because I still haven't unpacked it with you. And I'm very curious. I've never done the whole East Coast thing. I'll tell you more later um, off camera. 
when the lights aren't flashing. But um, back when we were in Alabama, we could talk about that too. But when we were in Alabama, uh, Abby told the girl who hosted us, Emery, she was on episode five or something. She told Emery's dad, um, you were like, Dr. John <laughs> does God play favorites or something. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you were like, then explain you Alabama. You to deliver the yeah, line. Yeah, you can deliver it better. You're butchering it. And I'm it's making me or hurt. the butcher shop right now, yeah. <laughs> I'm hurting on the inside. This is what I said. And I said it with conviction. I said, they say God doesn't pick favorites. Well, then explain Alabama. Because that state is absolutely untouched. It's impeccable. You know, it is like this is 150 years ago and we're discovering. Well, okay, maybe maybe my time skew is off. But when did people move out west to California? It's like we're seeing the Pacific Ocean for the first time. The 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 Oregon Trail. (laughs) The Oregon Trail. That's like Alabama's the last great frontier. (laughs) Yes. Literally is so slept on. It's not even funny. Like whenever I told people I was going to be in Alabama, they were like, Alabama, like, why are you going there? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. And I'm ready to run for governor. I'm ready years. to buy property. We were talking about how much percent we down we had to have. We're looking at five percent down in five years. Yes. <laughs> so how, five are gonna get, how are five, we going to get there? Five, 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 five. five. Yeah. With four or five for five of us. Um, but, stuck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is offers so much because first of all, it's lush. It's green. The people yes. are the friendliest people you've ever laid eyes on. Friendliest ever. Food is to die for. The drinks are dirt cheap along with the food. The yeah. hospitality is out of this world. And there's lakes and there's mountains and there's rivers and there's country music and friendly people. And I told Emery, next time I kind of want to drive around and see even more of Alabama. Like when she was a kid, she said they would go like waterfalls. And also we're sleeping on the coast. We haven't even been to the yeah. coast. We've only been to Huntsville <laughs> and Lake Gunnersville. <laughs> to northern and Alabama. And we're already sold. And we're already 5% down. Five, five. And you <laughs> well, know what? Go. Wait, I have one more one more joke. When what? we go to buy the property, we should get it shirts that say five, 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 five of us for five percent down. <laughs> for, <laughs> for selling five. the real estate agent yeah. us as their client. In five years. Let me tell you why we why you want us as your buyer. All right. I'll give you five reasons. <laughs> Uh, we can also probably buy, as a sick, sick joke, one of my friends moves closer to the beach and she has a boat slip. And my other friend was like, let's buy a like 30-year-old tw- boat. And I was like, no, we can't afford it. And then I was looking mm-hmm. up like boats on Craigslist <laughs> and you can get one for $5,000 that sucks. Yeah, of course. You can get anything for $5,000 that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one last thing I want to touch on is if you're like a young adult, you're still in your hot years. Hopefully, I mean, we're hot into our 30s, but like not counting on it, but praying for it. When you're in a bar in Alabama, the men approach you and it's not even in a creepy way or an annoying way. They just want to be friends. They are so nice. They buy you drinks just out of their hospitality. Like that's Mm -hmm. how they were raised. And I was playing some games with some guys or like beer pong or something. And they always let you go first. Yeah. They always obviously open the door when a few years ago when we were at the house and we had had like a barbecue, all the guys that were there let us get our food first. It's so polite and nice. And no one's trying to be something they're not. You go no. out in Santa Monica or LA and all these guys Hoosers. are trying to flex their brands or something. They try to look cool for the other people. And in Alabama, everyone is just here for a good time and they're the nicest people ever. So like if you like Southern accents, I highly encourage you to just move. Just go. Um, just, just evacuate. Also, we'll have to keep it short because I don't want to hear an hour long rant on Alabama. But last closing thoughts are that one more thing about the men. When all of us were on the mechanical bull, I was standing next to two guys and they turned to me and they were like, what's your friend's name? And I was like, that's Katie. And they were like, yeah, Katie. <laughs> and every single person that went up, they were like, what's your friend's name? And those guys we hang out with like for, on and off for the rest of the night. They were so fun. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. The one guy told me his name was Jerry, but it actually was Blaine. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of confusing. I go, why would you tell me your name's Jerry of all names? And he goes, well, you couldn't have heard me if I tried to say Blaine. And which is true. I thought he was saying Blake the whole time. So I understand the confusion. Second, second, I've got a bone to pick with American Airlines, and this wasn't just for us. Um, I read an article later that this happened all around America because they are just simply not hiring enough crew members, I guess, and they might be doing a merger with another company. I don't know. No one can hire anyone because people are being paid to sit at home. (laughs) Yeah, yes, which is also my gripe with Uber right now. But on the way to Alabama, 
Allie, our friend, she got stuck in Chicago for like four hours, an obscene amount of time unnecessarily. <laughs> our two friends coming from D.C. had their flight straight up canceled with no help from American. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they flew to Nashville and rented a car service to drive two hours down some dark roads to us from and Nashville not to Alabama. I don't know what is because yeah. that's dedication to one I don't another. even think Amazon delivers to the lake house, but they got a car service to deliver to them too. They the lake somehow house. figured it out. They hired an FBI agent to Third, take four care. of us had our flights canceled, tried to leave, trying to leave Alabama. Yes, it was joyful, but it was, <laughs> it was like, not nice, but it was one of the most joyful things to ever happen to me. But of it was not nice. <laughs> it was like living on borrowed time. Like the Lord gave us an extra day. It caused two hours of stress trying to like figure out how to get away. Not that we wanted I mean, to, but we had to. Not really point. for you because you were just floating in the water drinking ultras the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that? Two hours of stress on your Every, Yeah, no, it actually wasn't. Well, actually, no, because I had a flight to catch out of DC the next night. And if I missed it, that was $200 down the drain. Okay, fine. So I did want to get that flight. Sure. And Emery was like, do you have anything you need to be to tomorrow in, uh, in D.C.? And I was like, no, just another flight, another vacation. <laughs> yeah, for real. Wait, so we can do a deep dive on the East Coast, I guess, in a future episode if you don't want to do it this time around. But I'm I'm freaking curious, man. I mean, I'll give you just two statements. And we think God's favorite state is Alabama. But a tiny part of me thinks it might be both Maine and Rhode Island also. Seriously? The a little bit. Of it all. Okay, Maine is just so <laughs> sickeningly gorgeous. I was ready to like jump out of the window <laughs> of the car. Maine You're like, is just stop the car. So sickening. And I was like, maybe by the time I'm 60, I can afford a house here. It's just absolutely disgustingly gorgeous. And we only yeah. went to southern Maine. We didn't even touch like the mountains or northern Maine. Dang. It's just like so damn picturesque. And everything. Oh, and Boston. Okay, I'm from California. But Boston can be charging a lot more for their food and drinks for being a big city. Like they can get away with so much more. What's the deal? Like why is everything so cheap? Not cheap to the rest of America, but cheap to me. (laughs) Because everything is so damn inflated in California. You guys are just used to the absurdity of it all. Yeah. So I can touch more on it on the next episode because we don't have to spend 30 minutes on travel. But Maine is beyond sickening and picturesque. It looks like the town in like Jaws and I'm trying to think of other movies. Although this isn't about this doesn't really describe Maine, but Princes of Maine, Kings of New England, Cider House Rules with Toby Maguire. <laughs> Ashley, I forgot to tell you, I watched that movie for the first time isn't while you were in the East Coast, and I was thinking of you because you always say that. And Princes it was of just Maine, me Kings of New England. My mom's out of town, so it's just me and my dad. And then when my dad went to bed, this I po- disconnected. We were. I didn't even know your, your mom left you. Yeah, I poked my head in, and I said. <laughs> Good night, you king of Washington, you prince of Newport. And he laughs really hard. <laughs> Listen, run with it. Anytime I'm with India, who's also been on our episode on our show too many times, um, I'll always tell her, like, good night, you, like, prince of Huntsville, you king of Alabama, like, wherever we're having our vacation. <laughs> God, it's so applicable. Isn't the, isn't the score really good for the movie? Like, yes. the score and the scenery are what get me the most. Like, I don't even know if it's that great a movie, but it's the score and the scenery. It was honestly really compelling, the story, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go work on an apple orchard, like, really bad. <laughs> I was like, orphanage. maybe that's my next career or, step. Or at an orphanage. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the orphanage, but for sure the apple orchard. A couple more fan favorites if you're traveling to the East Coast. Mystic River, Kevin Bacon, Sean Penn, more of a murder thing. Mystic Pizza, Julia Roberts. <laughs> All the Mystic. Um, I actually went to Mystic in Connecticut, but another one is, oh, obviously... What? Oh my God! Why is my Goodwill hunting? What else? Totally. We forget. We sleep on a fever pitch with Jimmy Fallon. I think. What about Dead Poets Society? Dead Poets Society. That's another. No, I don't know if that's there. Is it? Might be Pennsylvania vibes. But yeah, Maine sickening. Look it up. Rhode Island is sickening. We're convincing India to take us there on a future time. Sickening the East Coast down. Um, Connecticut not as sickening as I thought it was going to be. Mystic was really cute, but I don't know. New Haven, I didn't like it. Didn't. tickle my fancy at all and boston i, I would move to anytime cape cod setting for a cape book. cod is really 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 nice if anyone wants to ever go there with me for the a cape week the good old cape yeah yeah i'd love to um, but the thing that is so nice about the east coast and then i'll finish promoting it is that you drive three hours in california and you're still in california you drive an hour uh, from boston and you're like in maine and we would do like day trips and a lot of like the waiters that we would speak to or just uh, townsmen, we would be like, oh, we're staying in Boston, which is like an hour and 15 minutes away. And they were shocked because I guess when you live close by everything to drive an hour just for the day is a big deal. We're all driving an hour just for dinner <laughs> all the time. Right. It's not a big deal for me to drive an hour by any means. Yeah, that is so crazy how different it is. 
Are you okay? Yeah, sorry, my eyes. Abby just, like, really is like itchy. taking her eyeball out of her eye socket. My eye is like having a problem, <laughs> but like continue, please. But um, yeah, I I will live and die for the East Coast. I would love to spend at least like a year there at some point in my life. Okay, gun to your head, you can only live one place: Alabama or one of those places on the East Coast, and you can't visit the other one either. Do I have like disposable money to buy like the size house that I would want? In this hypothetical scenario, sure. Like as much money. Maybe the East Coast. Damn. Just because I know it's more expensive than Alabama. Think about I don't how know. far your money would stretch. I Alabama as much if I didn't have people I loved. True. <laughs> like if it's, I were I alone with no friends in the world, I'd probably be happier maybe on the East Coast than in Alabama. But if I had That's all gauge. the loves of my life, Alabama. So The people are what make home home. It's true. It's true what they um, say. Yeah. What's that Luminaire song? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post it on the Instagram. We're obsessed with the morning toast, and we do not claim to be pop culture connoisseurs, much like our friend India, but we are interested in it. We constantly are talking about it, and so we thought it would be a fun... There's just, like, so much going on right now that we had to just take a moment, acknowledge the space we were in, as Claudia and Jackie would say, and just kind of talk about what's going on in terms of pop culture right now, because... There's a lot to unpack. They always say, what is it? Stunning and beautiful, stunning, beautiful, smart. Is that what they beautiful, say? Stunning and smart. Beautiful, stunning, and smart. I was going to post a picture of me on Emery's boat holding a glass of wine and caption it that, but I'm not sure if enough people would catch on. I know. That's always the thing. Is it like, but people, people know I wouldn't this? just say that and be serious. So I might. Verdict's out. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I tell my dog all the time that she's beautiful, stunning, and smart. Oh, wow. And you hate her. Yeah. So imagine so how I treat my friends who I actually like. <laughs> Um, I always think Abby might treat us one day better than she's going to treat her own offspring. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully uh, later rather than sooner. Yeah. Please. But, you know, time, time will tell about that as well. Um, Abby thought she had COVID after Alabama and I think it was just so much stress on our bodies because I also got really sick with like a cough and head cold. Yeah. But she texts uh, all of her friends and she's like, well, you guys, I'm going to the doctor. It's either COVID, mono and iron deficiency or pregnancy and time will yeah. tell. <laughs> And honestly, that's the four that I always come back to. (laughs) It was really like Russian roulette. Like, which one is it going to be? Because it's going to be one of these four. (laughs) Um, So on to our pop culture. Without further uh, do-do-do-do-do, where are you? We are going to hop straight in. Yeah, we might as well just play play the episode they play today. But no, our pop culture is going to span the past two weeks that we've been on vacation because I was catching up on news the past two days when I got back. And now we're going to catch you up. And... Abby, I'm Abby's version of Skim News, so she probably doesn't know the details of many of these things. <laughs> I surely don't, and I'm ready to be enlightened. Classes in session. I have my pen and paper. Let's go. Okay, we're going to lowball it and start with a soft launch. One Tree Hill, if anyone remembers the show, aired from, I want to say, nine, eight, seven. I think, I can like, look it up for you. 2000, if I had to guess, 2002 to 2011. I'll fact check. Like I'm like India's like pop Abby culture intern. Yeah. 2003 is when it started. Mm. to 12 to 2012 okay i was a year off both ends you were close so that show defined a generation it defined yep. my life and i still take so many life lessons from it and there's so many good lines about life and love and the pursuit of happiness <laughs> and and if you haven't watched it, please do and actually pay attention to the lines and lessons because I really think there's so much to take away from that show. Truly, it's not just like a fun, oh, pop it on the background, which you totally can do, but there's yeah. actually so much something valuable information What's to something unpack. you learned from the show? Well, I learned the value of true friendship yeah. and the way that it can get you through anything and also brotherhood because <laughs> something Abby always tells me is a line that one brother says to the other. He tells him I could do this forever, little brother. And we'll always mm-hmm. tell each other that when we're in a really good moment. Yes. I don't know why we always have to be boys, but we do. <laughs> yeah, we're in a backwards baseball cap right now. That's why. Yes. <laughs> but also another thing is Brooke is so unapologetically herself and she is mm-hmm. such a role model for young girls who just like, I mean, we're all just out here trying to fit in and kind of make it through adolescence. But she is just, like, she does not apologize for one single thing, whether it be looked mm-hmm. down upon by society. And she's like, so fiercely loyal to the people she loves. Yeah. She reminds me of me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, she's so beautiful, stunning, smart. Yeah. 
She reminds me of someone else I know. Oh, wait, it's me. But no, honestly, like, I just want to be like Brooke Davis. Like, that's all I, I want. want to be just like her when I grow up, too. Something I learned is when things go south when they're 22 and they're all unhappy with their lives, she's talking to her best friend and she's like, success isn't everything. I think that success is just having either a people or a place that you love or a guy or a girl or a group of people. And if those things mm-hmm. happen to line up and be in the same place at the same time, then you're really lucky. And I think that's really true. It is really true. And um, also, I just love the fact that they're all like 22 and she has her own clothing line and like nobody funded it, but she's just like traveling. Well, her and- mom, I think, did. Oh, her right. mom her, is filthy. Her rich, wretched yeah. mom. Yeah, her wretched mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so every year they do a, or give or take every year. I don't know exactly the timeline, but they'll do reunions in Wilmington, North Carolina, which I really want to go to one day. I want to like stalk them, figure out when it's happening, and then show up. Um, like a freak. No, it's an organized one. Do you buy tickets? Oh, great, great. Which I actually want to go. So yeah. we don't have to do any stalking or anything. No, no, you crucial. actually just go. <laughs> great. But the three leading ladies, Bethany Joy Lentz, Hillary Burden, and Sophia Bush, came out with a surprise podcast a week ago. And I listened to the first episode. It's already ranked number one everywhere. I listened Damn. to the first episode. And when they talked about it, they were like, it shocks us that after 15 years, or I guess since it aired, how many years is that? Like 18, 17, since it aired, people are still rediscovering it. And they were like basically wasting your time rewatching it for the fourth time again. And they were like, yeah. people must really love this. And they've never watched it, really. They've watched sporadic episodes, they said, but they've never actually watched it. So they're watching it from front to back and talking about every episode and behind That's the scenes so stuff. Cool. And so now you can guess I will also be rewatching it. I too will be taking part in that adventure. Screw Survivor, step aside. <laughs> One Tree Hill is taking my thing, screen time. The thing that makes me mad though is it's a weekly show and there are only obviously one episode probably. And obviously an we're going to binge watch yeah. One Tree Hill so we can't go Full that slowly. Time. I'll post on Instagram the picture when I met Dan Scott. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, I was, I was bashful. He was so nice. But I listened to, yeah, I said the first one and when they got on the show, most of them were eight. 18 years old, like 18 Crazy. to 20. The producers handed them a chunk of change and said, hey, can you guys all move to Wilmington, North Carolina, find your own apartments? And they did. And I would say, sign me up. <laughs> and they did. And they moved like without parents and they just plopped themselves in Wilmington, North Carolina. They all found their own apartments. They would all throw parties after like the day would end because and one of them-, them were kind of unheard of actors besides Chad Michael Murray, right? No, wrong. Oh. Bethany Joy Lentz, she <laughs> she was kind of a child actor. I can't remember exactly what she was on. Um, and then Hillary Burden, she was on Dawson's Creek for a hot sec with oh, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, and then Sophia Bush was a nobody. She like I think grew up in Pasadena, and she like and she did, carried that show. She for carried a long that show time. on her back. It was the really cute. She was talking on- about her character Brooke Davis, and she was saying. That in her personal life, I think Brooke, or on her personal life, she always stands up for other people, but not necessarily for herself. And like Brooke, mm. and she said that Brooke taught her to stand up for herself Ugh. and that she had to stand up for Brooke a lot with the producers and like the storylines. Imagine being the writers of that show and just writing actual gold. <laughs> writing actual it into existence. gold. And then at the end of the episode, it was so cute. Bethany, I don't know. I think they call her Joy on it. I think that's what she goes by. She was like, guys, I have a gift for all of you guys. And she said that at the season one wrap-up party, the producers gifted her a bottle of champagne from that year, and she saved it ever since. She said, waiting for the right moment. And all growing up, she's 40 now, she said she moved a ton of times, and she would always make sure to take that with her. And she was like, I think this is the right time to open it. And it was so cute. You know what's pathetic? You already told me that before, and even you telling me now, I got chills again. (laughs) still have chills. That's really cool. Yeah, so you listen to that first episode. I think it comes out on Mondays. Well, lucky for you, our episodes come out Tuesdays and Fridays, so we are just packing the week with great content. It was literally like, step aside, Skinny Confidential. Seriously. Step aside, the morning toast. I couldn't cross about either of you. I am here for Drama Queens with the One Tree Hill Show. Agreed. Okay, that's story number one. What's story next number up on the two? Let me choose between two more softballs. I took notes. Um. Okay, I'll do another super softball. Taylor Swift announced that her red redo is coming out on November nineteenth, and I have some thoughts about her choices. I'm thrilled. I'm ecstatic, but I have some thoughts. Thoughts about her choices of like the era that, in which she is recording them because well, I thought she was going to go in order. I, I didn't necessarily think that, but 
I remember when she announced this first one that it was like a month out and I, we were, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you announced it a month out. You should have surprised us or just waited a little bit. She announced this one like what, four or five months out. Yeah. What is she trying to, how long does it take to record your own songs? They're already and I understand this is a very autumnal album and I agree it should be released in the fall, but she's releasing it at the end of November. And I think it should be maybe early October. Well, she mark? could have released 1989 all the summer box. That's what everyone thought. Or, or lover, or lover already belongs to her. So then, yes, 1989 is super yeah. summery. It makes logical sense. Yeah, who do we have to contact <laughs> to get those <laughs> Taylor's version 1989? Because I'm a little frustrated as well. I can't wait till November. And then she's coming out with the 10-minute version of All Too Well, which I am going to find someone to fall head over heels in love with this weekend, if anyone's looking, that will break up with me, cheat on me. I don't care what you want to do. Do what you will. (laughs) Ghost me just so I can relate to this album, just so I can hear that 10-minute song and just sit in my room and cry, please. Uh, The part where she says in All Too Well, I want to be myself again, but I'm still trying to find it. Come on. God, she's such a lyrical genius. And if anyone it's a steel trap. We was if, yeah. steel if trap. Anyone disagrees that Taylor Swift is a lyrical genius because there's a lot of haters obviously out there, please just look up the lyrics to All Too Well and you will be dumbfounded. I you feel will. like Red was her first album where she was a little more grown up in what she was trying mm-hmm. to say. And there's so many other winners in there. Like the last time, I don't know if you're familiar. Where she, who's she singing with? But they're like, this is the last time I'm telling you this. Like, put my name at the top of your list vibes. Like, choose I'll look me. It up. Yeah. I know that song though. I forgot who sings it with her. Um, but the lucky one, everyone sleeps on that song. Oh, that one's really good. Yeah. For crying who's out Gary loud, twenty two body. That's why you don't know who it is, because who the hell is Gary Lightbody? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably in a band that we, is really famous. Okay, I'll look his, that up too. Click on his, <laughs> what band he's in. Um, but. Smart move on her part, potentially. She's releasing it in like this class school year, graduating year of 2022. So any uh, people graduating next year, run with 22, I guess. Run with 22, sprint. Oh, Snow Patrol. Got it. Yeah, famous. Yeah. <laughs> great, 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 great. Chasing cars. Yeah. Um, But I just think her method to her madness is interesting. Like I said, ecstatic, eternally grateful. But a little interesting of a choice. Yeah, she can never miss, but it's almost like you're you're buying tickets to like season tickets to her games and the games just got postponed. And I'm a little scared that she's going to stop making music as seriously once she's done with her re-recordings. On the flip side of Why? that, though, because it seems like a giant, giant push and she's music really in love, I think. Okay, on the flip side of that, I hope she doesn't just start writing for other people because that's not the same to me. <gasps> However, though, she was locked up in quarantine and she pushed out two albums. So I feel like you're she can't stop writing. She to that can't effect. stop writing. I don't think she'll ever stop, ever. I don't. Okay, good. Yeah, I so also don't, have a little, little bit of a bone to pick. <laughs> to pick with her i'm not sure who could answer my questions but i have an expensive ticket along with ali corsi for her lover tour two summers ago or no last no actually i think it was just last summer but an expensive ticket for lover and i don't want to see evermore and folklore like performed extensively throw in two songs but i bought a ticket for lover in the summertime (laughs) right well maybe she's on tour next summer who knows i think what she's gonna do is she's gonna do a giant tour of all her albums personally my god can you imagine the show buy a ticket with us right of course okay i still have mine just like sitting waiting for someone to say what to do with it (laughs) just like our stagecoach tin sitting in the corner of our room my four hundred dollar tin is on my nightstand covered in four layers of dust (laughs) for each hundred dollar bill it's covered in a layer of dust it's like andy's toys in toy story (laughs) Our toys are the Taylor Swift concert tickets and the and stage coach my tin, can. Memories pass. I have a couple tin cans. Actually, I'm holding on to our other friend Madison Daniels, I think, because she bought it from one of my high school friends. I have a couple tins sitting on my nightstand. Oh, at least your tin has a friend. <laughs> 800, 800 bones. <laughs> um, All right. That brings us to story number three. Story Can't number three. Wait to hear what it could be. This is a really diverse uh, thing. Okay, this one, uh, middle bowl. We're talking Bachelor franchise, Chris Harrison, Katie, low ratings. Right. Okay, so on the morning throw, toast, yeah. much like how we are modeling our whole entire episode after them, they talked about how Katie Thurston 
So her premiere episode was by far, like, by at least 2 million, like, the lowest watched. I have some stats for you. Hannah Brown was over 6 million. She was one of the highest premieres. They generally average in mid to high range 5 million. And mm-hmm. Katie was, I think, 3.6. So just a little over half of Hannah Brown's on premiere That's night. sickening. And I think and that— And obviously there's other factors, too. It's not just that it's Katie Thurston and nobody asked for Chris Vibrator Girl. Yeah, it's Chris is gone. It's the political side of it all. Everyone is just tired of this franchise. But then on top of that, they picked like a bachelorette that I'm sorry, no one asked for. Nobody wanted. And I can't imagine how low Michelle's ratings are going to be. Not that she's not a great girl, but I forgot she was even going to be on it until I like read it somewhere like a second season, I guess, of Bachelorette. And I just I had so little desire for this season. I can't imagine pretending to watch another season personally. I know. I'm the only thing I'm excited for is Paradise, but like I, I hear a lot of a lot more support for Michelle, so I think her season will probably get a little bit Poor more. Katie, though, and also the ratings. premiere probably has the highest of ratings, and for it to already be that low, I can't imagine how it's going to tank for the rest of the season. Seriously, I mean, I'm not keeping up with it, so I don't really know much about the drama yeah. besides like the fan favorites that pop up on TikTok. I but. watched the first episode. Whatever, Chris is gone, but who's hosting? Caitlin Bristow. And who's hosting again? Tasha. Okay, I watched the first episode, and I fine if they want to host. That's great, but I hated how they weren't very strong hosts. They were kind of just like running around, having girl talk, like making girl time, like peeking out of the windows. Like I don't know. (laughs) I want a strong. (laughs) I want a strong host. I want the two of them to stand up there and actually host, not just skirt around and you know. It just feels so inauthentic without Chris there. Like, it doesn't even seem like the same show, yes. honestly. And so rumors had it, once things were getting rocky, uh, that Chris was going to get a eight-figure payout. Great. Jolly good time for Chris Harrison, an eight-figure yeah. payout. That's great. He got a $9 million payout, which after taxes probably isn't that much. How much do you think taxes actually takes out of that? Probably half. Let me look it up in California. Half? <laughs> Which to who? To, um, to the roads? To the state? So that people can ride on the, the, the smooth highways to get back to their couches <laughs> to watch the show? First, I was like, what family is the road family? I was like, what are you talking about? What first family is that? The actual roads? <laughs> the literal cement that we drive on. Um, That's all I think about when I think about taxes. It's like public works projects and work and roads. Elementary, like public schools. Yeah, okay. I, I doubt the schools are seeing half of Chris Harrison's payout, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Sorry, you can't sell me on that one. And he can't, I'm sure he can't even write um, a book because I'm sure he signed a bunch of NDAs. Like his other erotica book that just obviously did not do well. But also speaking of hosts, looking forward to Paradise. So, you know, they're going to be rotating those like random celebrity hosts. That's a big, big miss because how is the host supposed to form a good connection when you're rotating? Literally so weird. And also their choices. David Spade, who's hilarious. Lil John, What the hell? Lil John probably paid for this position, just saying, to get some promotions for himself. Because who's heard about Lil John some since, like, PR, 2008? Some B-list PR people were out there, like, with the world on their Searching, back. Working. Doing the Lord's work for Lil John. Get these names in this room. <laughs> and then Lance Bass, who, I should I know who Lance Bass is? I actually Insane. don't know who that is. Insane. Okay. Yeah. Literally don't care. So, so interesting and weird. I agree. How are they supposed to form a connection? And like, I think there was a fourth, right? Who's the fourth? Um, that's all that the internet's telling you right now. Oh, Titus Burgess. Who's that? If you're going to get random celebrities, can at least they all be well known? Like what? He was on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Broadway. Like literally who? (laughs) I can't. Um, they were better off having Hannah Brown herself host. I would have tuned in the hell into any season if Hannah Brown was hosting. Like, hell, she should have been Chris Harrison. I just love her. I always want to see more content with her. I don't or watch someone YouTube like stuff. Corinne, who was like controversial yeah. and like just funny. I don't watch YouTube stuff, but I would watch. I watch Hannah Brown's sometimes confession, confessional, confessionals. Yeah. <laughs> No, so honestly, do you think they're like testing out like how they're doing on Jeopardy? Like a test host. Let's see. Run how some do. screen tests like they do for real <laughs> filming movies. <laughs> they see chemistry on camera. On the team, Ashley. You see chemistry on it. camera. What's the girl that we used to know who was a producer that when we go to the shows, Katie? Katie. Katie. And she just had a baby. Shout out to Katie. Congrats to you. You follow her on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good for her. Um, but yeah, so Chris Harrison better start looking for a new job. Because I don't think that nine million is going to last very long. 
Not when you're living in California. Maybe you should move to Boston, apparently. Not when, where things are <laughs> Not when he has a couple kids, too, in college. Yeah, seriously, his son, Joshua. I'm sure he donates to stuff. He seems like a nice... Like he seems like a giving, philanthropist, like a philanthropist at heart. Something else, I don't want to get into all of the strife over this, but they brought this up on the morning toast. They were a little upset that Chris Harrison got so condemned when Matt and what's her name are living together and in love. Like yes. Chris bore Agreed. the weight of this when Matt and what's her name, Rachel Kirkconnell, Rachel yeah. are in love and living together. I know it's sickening. It all was such it, a stunt when it was over opinion. her. But yeah, political song for another time. Okay, on to story number four. Okay, you get to choose Britney Spears or Chrissy Teigen. Which one do you want to talk about first? Mm, I think we should save Britney for last. So Chrissy next. Okay, Chrissy actually is a little more wild than Britney Spears. Okay. Chrissy's Chrissy, bullying everyone on the internet. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I have felt more strongly about this than – okay, a little backtrack – I used to watch Ellen DeGeneres in high school all the time. I think when I got to college, I was like, you know what? Something's up. Something is rubbing me the wrong way with the praise, the godlike praise of Ellen DeGeneres. And what was rubbing me the wrong way was she seemed like she always had a chip on her shoulder and everyone praised her for being so giving and generous. But I never heard stories saying Ellen gave a million dollars to this charity. People were praising her for saying, uh, Kodak gives $4,000 to this family in need. She's just the messenger. She's not giving her money yeah. away. It's just companies giving their money away. Or like giving giving away all these cars and all of this on the 12 days of Christmas. Ellen's not giving that away. The companies are giving it away. True. Um, She's just saving face. So I just didn't like how people were like, Ellen Generous is such a giving person because I never saw her actually be giving. I felt like some of her stunts and comments were a little rude on air. And so, and then come to light last year, two years ago, everyone was like, Ellen DeGeneres is awful. So for the past couple years, Much no. like the Bible, prophecy fulfilled. <laughs> for the past, actually, since I, she came on my radar, I've always thought something is up with Chrissy Teigen. She just did never, or she never seemed like a, I was never amused by her comments. I never thought she was funny. I thought she was just mean and kind of a know-it-all show-off. Sorry, Chrissy. Yeah. That's no, what I've, I've been. I, I've been extremely apathetic to the entire Chrissy Teigen drama that has always been happening. And for those who don't know, she's John Legend's wife. If that helps you with a visual, but she has different cookware lines, Target, been, Macy's, etc. Yeah, everyone talks about how annoying she is on social yeah, she's media. At the now things have taken another step. Yes. Further. So some here's some stuff that she has in the past talked about on Twitter back in 2011. One of my favorite people, Lindsay Lohan, was obviously having a rough time. And Chrissy Teigen don't know tweeted, if y'all remember. Kristen, Chrissy Teigen tweeted at her that something about slitting her wrists, and which is awful because Lindsay Lohan obviously was always having a rough time, especially in those uh, 2000 years. That might and, have been her 13th reason. <laughs> and, and and her mother, Dina Lohan, even spoke out against Chrissy Teigen and was like, I like her siblings had to see this tweet. I saw this tweet. This like really wrecked havoc in our family who's trying to like surround Lindsay Lohan right now and raise her up. And this really How just like weird and immature. So immature. She's an adult. She called Farrah Abram a whore. <laughs> and she also, Courtney Stodden, this is long-winded, but long story short, she told her on Twitter to go kill herself, and she would privately DM her telling her to go kill herself. I don't understand. First of all, are these tweets, like, taken down for hate speech or what? They weren't taken down, I think, until she deleted them, like, last year. She just, like, getting really drunk and tweeting at people, like, I think she thought it was a comedy okay. act. I think she thought it was a comedy act. In what way is that funny to who? Who's your target audience in that? Like, I think what? the way – I don't know. That, that's never funny, obviously, to joke about. I think she thought the way comedians poke fun at other people, like SNL pokes fun at other famous people, but like not okay, in that but degree. she's not a comedian. And also, right? the, co comedians don't tell people something that awful. Yeah, and also, it's not like she's close friends with all these people that she's absolutely just crushing with her words. Well, I don't and never tell you. John Legend. never tell you that also of our close friends. <laughs> how is John Legend still staying by her when she's doing these things? Like, what kind of conversations go on in their home? Like, hey, you got to stop telling people to kill themselves <laughs> on the internet, honey. It's people not, aren't it's liking not okay. it. It's not okay. Yeah. Okay. Flash for a little bit. Michael Costello, designer, I believe, from Project Runway. If anyone wants to fact check that for me. Back in 2014, someone photoshopped a Insta comment by him. 
Someone photoshopped an Insta comment from him, basically something racist that he said. I won't quote it, but something racist that he said. It was not true. He debunked it. Instagram took down that post. But meanwhile, background of this, Chrissy Teigen called him a racist, had every single, in his words, Hollywood door closed on him. Every single person that would have worked with him, she had those doors closed. Mm-hmm. It got so outraged or quote unquote, I believe she told him that he might as well be dead. She went and he said she went out of her way to close doors to my career and it basically got Jeez. way out of hand. All of this. He didn't have any work for a year. He said that he was suicidal over all of this and him and his family were all tormented by people going after him. So that caused her to release uh, this long, I read it all, like six page apology on this website called Medium. It seemed authentic, but she also cracked a few jokes throughout it. I don't know if she wrote it herself. Sure, she didn't. I'm sure she had all these PR people helping her out. But in it, she talked about how she's not that person anymore, how John Legend always – I just don't understand. Yeah, how John Legend always (laughs) says that their daughter is just like her and she cringes because she doesn't want her – to oh grow God. to be like her, which that really was sad. heartfelt. I know. I bet a PR person wrote it though. Okay, I could write something like that also, because I didn't like how she also cracked a few jokes throughout. I didn't like how so many famous people commented to her, "That's okay, you're not your past comments and all of this." Well, how come okay, all well, these what happened to cancel culture? <laughs> exactly. How come all of these other famous people are their past comments and don't recover from their what they've said in the past, even after apologizing profusely? Chris Harrison being one. Yeah, exactly. How is she just getting so many chances? Other famous people saying, oh, you're not your past comments, Chrissy. It's okay. That is so weird. So the moral of the story is don't get on Chrissy Teigen's bad side, like, no matter what you do. <laughs> so don't do he that. released, though, a bunch of screenshots of stuff from her saying all of this, released those receipts. She came back I, yesterday, maybe, with her PR team saying, this is not true. Those receipts were photoshopped. Here are a bunch of facts why they were photoshopped. However, at the same time, why didn't she mention all that in her long-winded apology? True. If it was. And then this guy, Chloe Kardashian actually supported him in his comments. So I'll believe wow. Chloe. I'll believe her. <laughs> Look at him getting the, an army behind him. <laughs> so Target removed her line. Macy's removed her from their websites. This TV show called Never Have I Ever took off her guest role. So a lot of controversy going on with Chrissy in Hollywood. Yeah, rough day to be Chrissy Teigen, rough day to be someone that she hates too. <laughs> <laughs> rough day to be anyone that orbits the Teigen family. Hopefully John Legend's doing okay. He's the voice of an angel. Maybe we'll get some good songs out of it. I don't really love him, his music. I'm going to say it. Seriously? Mm. His voice is iconic. Okay, how about this? If someone said, come with me to his concert, I would go if I was free. I wouldn't go out of my way. No, I'm not I'm not necessarily like the biggest John Legend yeah. stan, but I just I recognize talent when I see it. And he has Yeah, yeah it. he's talented. He just doesn't doesn't do much for much me. Much more than some other people who are famous for their musical craft. Name opinion. one. Name one. One that sucks? Yeah. Luke Bryan. Okay. he's. A, I think he's a good guy, though. Okay. Moving on to... <laughs> no, no, no. Luke Bryan slaps. I'm obsessed with him, but his songs, terrible. Yeah. Moving on to our fifth and final story. Um, the fifth and final is the final story. Do, 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 do. Maybe if we send them this episode, they'll, like, repost us or something. Or maybe if we uh, make a big enough deal, their lawyers will come after us and say we're trademarking a bunch of their lines. We're trademarking all their all their quirks. Without further ado, did it, did it do. where are you sitting right there looking so scrumptious? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. that You guys have to really listen to them. It's so weird how they'll talk about the two dogs. Brew to do to do and do to do to do are both sitting here. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, so smart. He just gives us the best advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, Britney Spears. About six months ago, I watched a Free Britney documentary. This Free Britney was started by one lone man a while ago, and no one really supported him until time had passed. And he was ahead of his time. He should run for president. He was that ahead of his time. Agreed. So if you don't have enough of a background on this, go watch a Free Britney documentary. It was actually super insightful, and I actually really fell in love with her. Britney Spears grew up in a small town in the South. Her dad was kind of leading the way for her. She got famous way too fast, was in the limelight too fast, had a couple kids, had a couple breakdowns because the paparazzi harassed her and her kids way too much. A lot of stuff was burned out of proportion, taken in the wrong legal light. And from there, her dad filed a motion to have conservatorship over her. Basically, that's when someone can't legally take care of themselves or their money. So that new person that's in charge is in charge of every aspect of this person's being. So crazy. I know. And there has been a bunch of lawsuits going out back and forth about whether her dad should be in charge. A outsider party came, I think from the appointed by the court, came and was a new conservator. But they were even worse than the dad. 
ganged up with the dad. It was all worse than it was ever before. The dad is named Jamie. For any reference, Jamie Spears, much like Jamie Lynn. (laughs) Oh, was she named after her dad? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And so to kick things off, Brittany went to court, I think, 25 minutes. She spoke out long-winded about all this stuff. First time anyone's ever heard her speak about this. Look on her Instagram. Her Instagram seems like she's really unhinged. Have you looked? Yes, I've seen it. And it's it's literally scary. unhinged. Like, yeah. you can't just watch it. Like, it's like a sinking ship. It's horrible. Like a train wreck. <laughs> and all these fans are like, did she spell out, like, help in, like, her rice? Let's, oh, my God, the play where everyone's like. Yeah, people will be like, she's wearing yellow because in her 2005 yeah. video, she's wearing yellow and she's screaming for help silently. Yes. Yeah. Or like the shadow says like help on the ground. There's one funny yeah. video um, of her though. This one is actually funny. She's talking about how they redid her gym a couple months back, her in-home gym. And she was like, I left a candle on and burned it down. So then we had it redone recently. And she's like <laughs> lasers over it. That was actually really funny. But when she finally does speak out, as we know, Brittany has a really high voice. If you look at old interviews with her, she doesn't. Oh, Justin Timberlake, the way he treated her, whole other topic. But watch the documentary. That's all in there. Bunch and, of snakes in the grass. Yeah, and the way that different reporters would talk to her about it, it was just so awful the way they spoke to her. Um, more rights for women. I don't think they would speak to her if it happened 20 years later today, the way they did back in 2000. It was yeah, really awful the way they talked to her. she just had a rough go of it. So when she's speaking out, she has a little bit of her accent back. She has a much deeper voice than she used – than the high voice that they yeah, forced like her to have. Yeah, normal voice. So she had her normal voice back, and she said that she didn't know until very recently she was allowed to speak out at the court about how her thoughts and feelings about what was going on. Her dad paid her lawyer off to tell her that she wasn't allowed to speak out in court in all of these case hearings. Oh, my God. It's like she has no rights. No, she She's literally has American. Moving, She's still human. <laughs> moving forward, if she said if she wasn't complying with a lot of this, her dad or they all these people would threaten to take away her kids and all of her be seen her boyfriend friend she's not even allowed without permission to get in the car with her boyfriend and go for a drive she said all she wants is to marry him and have a baby and move on with her oh, life yeah, and they shoved an iud up her. yeah she got an iud and now she's not allowed to take it out unless they say she so she doesn't want it and she doesn't even want it she wants to have a kid her dad forces okay. her to go to therapy at least three times a week in westlake sometimes rumor was that he calls a paparazzi to make sure they're there when she leaves she oh God, so that she looks so that she looks upset when she's leaving to try and play this narrative that she is unwell and mentally unstable and upset all the time she's begging that she wants what just do you think that's for just to keep her in the press because i think he has a ton of money yeah, i'm God. sure a ton of money so he forced her to i think to have her residency and in vegas and she <laughs> is she's like i know of all people she's like that i need therapy she's like but i want to under my own rules i want to pick out my therapist i want to go once a week i want them to come to my house and so that the public and paparazzi isn't seeing me going to therapy all the time she's Seriously. so desperate to have a more private life her dad I mean, had a therapist yeah prescribe her lithium which is a really toxic drug to be on after five or six months she said she is so out of it when she's on it doesn't even know how to speak or like coherently be herself and her dad oh, no, had her literally drugging her to keep her all silent. of that <laughs> it's and scary. basically uh britney is living in a personal hell i know it's her real life and they made a documentary about it but it'd be actually a good like fiction fictional movie like it's a good story i know it's well it's horrible, an insane it's story. story it's an insane story is what it is oh god i just i feel for her my heart goes out to her free britney we stand what can the common man do? Literally nothing except post free Britney everywhere, I guess, which I won't I be doing, know. but enough people are doing that. I want to know why her boyfriend – I have no real answer to this, but I want to know why her boyfriend isn't taking more of a stand. Yeah, like there are other people who aren't under a conservatorship that also have oh, that are dare close I say, to her. freedom of speech. <laughs> that are close to her. Yeah. That I feel like could have helped a little bit more. But maybe it just ties back into the boyfriend's scared he won't ever get to see her again. Or maybe something will happen to the kids getting taken away if, like, he does anything. Well, it's literally like when people are captive in their home and they're like, yes. okay, well, if you and tell she, that I'm abusing you, I'll yes. kill you. And she does not have – or Stockholm Syndrome. She doesn't want to be there. She wants freedom. Oh, that's so sad, all of it. Oh, also, a long time ago, the Jamie Spears asked her therapist to claim that she had dementia and oh she she was like, why would I have dementia when I used to direct all of my own shows recently and, like, help yeah. with the choreography and perform in Vegas? Yeah, it makes no sense. Not adding up. So Grabbed my calculator. Doesn't add up. So Abby's crunching the numbers, <laughs> and it's not adding up. We'll get Jeff, who's an accountant, on it, but I'm pretty sure that doesn't yeah, add she has up. A, you have a pencil behind your ear. 
<laughs> um, so I hope that Brittany gets free soon. And I hope that one day she chooses to perform again because I will be buying a ticket to support her. Yes, I was never that big of a Britney fan. but I wasn't I either until the think, documentary. Yeah, no one should be treated like this, honestly. Like, it's, it's really sad mm-hmm. that we as a society have allowed this to persist. <laughs> and there are a lot of people out there that are a lot worse off than Britney Spears. And I don't understand why no one's taking control of them. I think I know people personally that are worse off than Britney Spears mentally that no one's taking control of them and making sure they manage their I'm money sure right. Pretty much all of us know someone worse off than Britney Spears. And no one's forcing them to manage their money right or who not to see and yeah, as no an adult. Conservatorship for them. No. They are living Justice free will. For them. Free will is out there at this moment for those people. Oh God. I'm just this these are the days I'm glad I'm not famous because so much is messed up in Would the you world let me become your conservator? I trust you enough that I think I would. Yeah. I think I you would like spend my money well and you would book Probably me fun things. Better than you. <laughs> my lifelong dream would be for like you to be my manager and the cream rises to the top, like the podcast would rise, but then also you'd like book me on some talk shows, like that kind of fun thing. Yes. You know? I don't know I don't know what I'd be famous for because I have no talents, but you know. <laughs> And then I'll end up becoming a manager for has been bachelor stars. Not oh, my target, yes. not my target market, but I'd have um, more authority if I had you under my belt and my your name on my <laughs> on your resume on my roster. Totally. So those are your five stories of the past week and a half. And I feel as though you needed to know them. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any questions about what we said, don't take our word for it. Go and fact check it yourself. But yeah, we don't I, claim to be experts. I did read I did read a bunch of articles before I said any of these things out loud. Yeah, I'm really proud. You literally took notes and I feel informed. So thank you. Yeah. Sorry, none of it's about business or a tech or anything useful or stocks. It's all nonsense. Yeah, okay. But it gives you something to talk about with uh strangers at when you're ordering your coffee. Yeah, go hey, have a weekend and bring up one of these topics. Did you care about Brittany? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I did on this podcast. <laughs> Wait, what are your thoughts right, on one trip? <laughs> Um, it's about time for happy hour now, and I I could use it. You could use a cold, stiff one? Yeah. 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 Grizzled old men. So go and grab a beer at your local dive bar, along with the other people that just got off their shift at, like, the, uh, I don't know, Lumberyard. What's, like, old men like? I don't know. <laughs> the Lumberyard. Go shoot some pool and slap a beer down, honestly. Go throw some darts into, like, someone's back. Some, like, Navy SEAL that draws it on his back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, if you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram at justgowithit.podcast and we will be posting about all of our episodes so you never miss one. And follow us anywhere podcast followings can be found. Give us a rating and we'll uh, basically cry because we love getting ratings so much on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to this in real time or this weekend, we have a giveaway going on next week. So go to our Instagram and take a long, cold, hard look at it. We will see you on Tuesday.